Welcome to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. The fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life, love, and leadership to the next level. Hello, my friends. It's Matt Morgan. Welcome back to a brand new podcast. And today we're talking about a topic that I think is going to be so helpful for prospective brides to be. If you're planning a wedding, if you're engaged, you are going to want to listen to this and pass this along to your other engaged friends because these are the top seven questions to ask before your wedding day. Now, listen, I know a lot of you brides, grooms-to-be, you're thinking about venues, you're thinking about your dress, you're thinking about your flowers and your vendors and all of these things which are all important and good and all the things that the knot or wedding wire will show you. This is your list that you got to go through and there's a lot of details in planning this big day. But here's the thing. The questions I'm going to ask are not on that knot list, okay, or that wedding wire list to plan your day. These are yet probably the most important questions you could ask before your big day. And so I have the top seven for you. And I see that these are the top seven because these are the things that as an officiant, as a marriage coach, you guys, I see it derails so many couples and it ends up making what's supposed to be the most exciting day of their life kind of stressful, too stressful for their own good. So as we go through these questions, you're going to want to take notes. Uh, Maybe I'm sure you're writing in your car, you're exercising, but you're going to want to remember these, probably write these down and talk to your fiance about this. Here we go. Number one, and probably the most important one, and you want to ask this immediately when you are getting engaged, it's around the topic of money, all right? So a lot of couples are graciously given money by their parents to be able to help fund the wedding. The average wedding in the United States of America costs $35,000 when you incorporate the wedding ring, the honeymoon, the whole deal. It's a lot of money. And the question is this, are there strings attached to the money given by family members, okay? So before you just graciously say, oh my gosh, thank you so much, we want to do this, the question is, What are your expectations, (laughs) okay? What kind of strings are attached? I've seen so many situations where money was given by a family member. It was all good until all of a sudden it wasn't because they didn't talk about expectations and suddenly the mother of the bride or groom or father is saying, this is essentially my wedding and this is what I want. And so because I paid for it, I get to make decisions and suddenly there is chaos looming. So before you accept money, please ask, hey, what strings are attached? What are your expectations? Okay, that is number one because it's so, so big. Number two, here's a big question that I want to ask couples. What does success look like for your wedding day? You guys, I see so many brides-to-be. There's so much anxiety. There's so many what-if questions. There's so much pressure to be perfect you know, to have like the Pinterest look or the Instagram look. And I think that so many of us, we get lost in a comparison trap of seeing your friends' weddings, seeing weddings on social media, and it seems like everything is perfect. And yes, a great photographer will capture a moment making it look perfect. But what you don't see is what's going on inside a bride or groom's being, which is complete riddled with anxiety. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. So I think a great thing to look at is like, hey, what does success look like? Is it every, you know, T is crossed and every I is dotted? Like, yes, we want to be able to have things go smoothly and go well, but man, 
redefining success is so important. You know, one of my brides just this past week was like, oh my gosh, I literally think success is like every little detail is absolutely perfect. And if it's not perfect, then I'm not perfect. And it's like, okay, there's a big identity thing going on here. And I think we need to redefine success. Success is that your family and your friends, they love you and they want to be there to support you. And they're probably not going to notice little things that go awry. And even if they do, they won't care. They won't remember the table placements. They won't remember the gift you gave them, you know, the party favor gift. They won't remember the flowers that were there or what color it was. That what they will remember, did you enjoy yourself? And so many people that I see, especially brides-to-be, I see them just riddled with anxiety and you can't touch my makeup, you can't touch my dress, I don't want to be like, you know, disheveled in any kind of way. And suddenly that kind of pushes people back away from them relationally. Again, redefining success to be like, this is our big day. Let's have fun and enjoy it is a huge, huge thing. So ask yourself, what does success look like? What is the perfect wedding day look like for you? Number three, what are your families, not just parents, but also like, you know, grandparents, aunt and uncles, expectations for the day. Being able to have these conversations before the wedding day are so, so big. You know, if you have, you know, family members that are divorced, haven't seen each other for years, don't get along, you got that crazy uncle, it's really important for you to talk about like, okay, what are their expectations? What do we see? And do those meet our expectations? If not, we need to have a conversation about what to do to mitigate any potential issue that could come. You know, weddings are amazing, but they can also be very stressful just because of any kind of toxic family member that might bring, you know, some unexpected elements into that day. So that's a big, big question to ask. That's number three. Number four, do you have a personal attendant to do the details the day leading up to your wedding, the rehearsal day, and the day of, okay? So a wedding coordinator could be that person if you don't have one. Do you have a friend, a mother, a mother-in-law to be at least one or two backups where when the day comes, people are like, oh my gosh, there's this detail that comes. There's this detail, especially brides. Is there someone that can handle those things that can cover at least 90% of the stuff so that you can just hang out and relax and truly be present in the moment? And so finding a personal attendant could be so, so helpful for you. Again, you don't have to spend money on it. Just ask a person who's good with details to help you out. That'll be huge. That's number four. Number five, here's a big question. On the wedding night, how much are you going to drink? All right. You would not believe how many people I see that get so black out drunk that they don't even remember the most important day of their life. Okay, so it's a really important question like, hey, not that you have to like plan out specifically how many glasses of champagne I'm going to have. But one of the things that probably sneaks up on people the most is taking shots. Okay, so that would be probably the thing that I would encourage you to avoid if you want to remember your day and have all five senses activated so that you can enjoy it. But an important question to be able to talk about before your wedding. I see couples don't talk about this. One person chooses not to drink that much so that they can stay connected and affected, you know, with all five senses. The other person went buck wild. All of a sudden there's disappointment. The wedding night, which leads us into number six, which is this. Do you desire to have sex on your wedding night? Okay. This is an important question because you know what? If you drink too much, a lot of couples end up not having sex. It's supposed to be 
through this beautiful romantic experience and suddenly it gets ruined because of alcohol so just talk about that what time do you guys want to leave if there's an after party after the wedding what time are we going to exit that can we have a code word where both of us are on the same page you know, for couples, a lot of couples are already, you know, having sex, living together prior to their wedding day. But one question to ask as well with that is like, you know what, is there a time where you want to have tension, where you want to wait, where you want to forego sex for the night before, for the week before, for a month before? It's a conversation that you guys want to have around that time. And so a lot of couples, they'll actually take time of not having sex for those who are. It's like Christmas. You get to open a gift all over again. I mean, it's just incredible. And so great conversation to have. And then number seven, the last one is this. Have you spent time preparing for your marriage while you plan for your wedding? You wouldn't believe statistically how many people spend all this day in 35K plus planning for a single day. And yet they haven't invested at all in the life of their marriage. You guys, the wedding is great, but it's just one day and it's meant to catapult you into the rest of your life. And so if you haven't done so, or maybe you're like, oh my gosh, we're getting married in a couple of weeks or a month. Do we have time for this? You can still invest. Invest in premarital coaching, newlywed coaching. It will set you up for the life of success. The divorce rate hovers around 50%, which means more than one in two couples don't make it. I mean, that's staggering. I want to invite you to invest in being able to say, you know what, let's just stay as far away from that as possible because the goal is not to have a divorce-free marriage. The goal is to have a great one. And the way you have a great one is being able to process and talk through every single content that everyone would ever have. And so this is for you. And I want to invite you to be able to do that. We have online resources for you to do that. You can go to mattmorgan.com. You can sign up and do coaching with me personally. You can read books. There's all kinds of great resources for you, but you want to invest in your marriage because research shows, and Harvard actually came up with a research study, that healthy relationships are genuinely, truly what make life rich. When you have great relationships, you actually live longer. There's been a lot of studies of blue zones, which is a blue zone is where people are living for a hundred years. And they're looking at not only just their diet, but they're seeing that they have community, they have friendships, they have connection, they have great relationships with their partners. And as a result, they're living longer. And so this is a health benefit when you actually grow in your marriage. You could be having things go around you that are going awry, that are struggling, that are like, oh my gosh, we're dealing with this financial thing or this work thing. But if you have a strong marriage, you can get through anything together. But on the flip side, you could be making millions of dollars and I coach a lot of people who have done this and you could be having things externally going so well. And yet if you have a poor marriage, you live in poverty. I don't care how much money you have because it's true. Our relationships are what make life rich. So it is the most important thing to invest in that will set you up for the rest of your life. So those are the top seven questions to ask before your wedding day. Cheers for now. Thanks for listening to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. Subscribe below, share it with your friends, and if you want to take your life, love, or leadership to the next level, check us out online at mattmorgan.com.